Hi, I'm Carrie Hines. Welcome to our Hair Radio podcast series that features special interviews and segments from the Hair Radio Morning Show, Salon TV Network, along with original exclusive content right here and across 10 other top podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Contact us about advertising your products or services or being interviewed at 347-587-3213 or visit us on the internet at hairradio.com. Now sit back and enjoy your Hair Radio podcast presentation. Again, I'm Carrie Hines. Thank you. You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. My very special guest comes to us from the world of music. It is my honor to welcome back to our broadcast, the amazing Dave Pick Conley. Good morning, and again, welcome well, to the show. Good morning, Shalom, Miss Carrie. How are you? We are doing just fantastic today, and all awesome. the listeners awesome. out there, yes. Well, first of all, hey, and, it is... And again, again, how's everybody out there as well? Exactly, exactly. Got to go. keep our fans in from all over the Absolutely. world. Absolutely. There you go. And they are familiar with you and your uh, music uh, your music and your work with Surface. Um, we got to start at the beginning, David. We have to. We have to tell everybody about your <laughs> remarkable career. And um, I'm online just reading all this. I'm like, oh, my goodness. So um, let's start at the beginning. I believe well, are the from beginning Jersey, that correct? most people, I'm from New Jersey, yes. The, yeah. the beginning that uh, most people know me of was uh, starting out with Surface. And wow. uh, Surface was where we had most of our, our hits. You know, Surface went through a couple of changes in the beginning. Uh, in the beginning in 1983 was, uh, was my first record. And Surface was myself and a young lady named Karen Copeland. Yeah. And the song was Falling in Love. We did three songs, Falling in Love, uh, When Your Ex Wants You Back. And stop holding back. Yeah. And then her and I, uh, we split the group up. And then I met this fabulous, fabulous singer named Bernard Jackson. Yeah. And I should mention that David Townsend was uh, working with part. me uh, as well with Karen as well. David Townsend is one of the members of Surface as well. That passed away back in 2005. Oh my. So um, he's one of the, you know, one of the members that started that as yeah. well. And so he introduced me to Bernard Jackson, and bam, we started and a whole was new it. line. And Bernard of took over lead, right? Wasn't Ooh, it yes, he did. Did he? Oof. Indeed, he did. And what a beautiful, beautiful takeover because he came in, you know, and we did Happy and Shout Me With Your Love and You Are My Everything, Closer Than Friends, the first time. <laughs> The top you know, we of the R&B charts, you guys. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> you have yeah. some hits out there, which is an amazing legacy. It yeah, is an amazing so legacy. Yes, it's my pleasure. It's because pleasure. the people out there, you know what? You can you can have as many songs as you want, but if the people are not feeling you, if they're not feeling those songs and want to keep hearing them, you don't really have anything. So. True. Thank you for each and every one of you guys for making our songs number one and keeping us alive through this time period when we don't have any hit records out right now, but you're still playing the ones that we had before, which keeps Absolutely. us alive. Absolutely. And I have yeah. to say, um, you know, and I just want to make sure everybody is clear who we are talking to this morning. So we're going to bring everybody up to speed. Uh, if you've just joined us, you're listening to the all-new Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now, my very special guest with us today, 
again, he comes to us from the world of music. He's been um, a founding member of this amazing R&B group that you guys know well from Surface. It is our honor, our honor to welcome back. Again, welcome back to the broadcast, the one and only Mr. Dave Pick Conley. So thank you so much, Dave, for being with us. Oh, yeah, you caught me at a good time, you know, because awesome. I, I was just walking into the studio getting ready because uh, I've been working on my uh, smooth jazz record right now. Really? It's actually finished. It's finished, but um, I had called up my good friend Tony Terry, who sings with you, in case you guys don't know. Oh, yes, yes, uh, yes. And he's going to sing, he's going to sing on, on one of my songs, and it oh. will be the first single. So, oh. yeah. So um, you're I'm hearing it right here, right guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you tell us the name of it, the single yet, or anything, or I, you want to wait I and hold on could, to it a little bit? could, but you no, know what? We'll, we'll... I'm gonna tell you what I did. Okay. What I did, and this was this came out of nowhere. Uh, a young lady called me up and she said that she wanted me to produce "Show Me With Your Love" on her, right? Wow. So me and my friend Gene Lake, we said, okay, let's do it. So Gene Lake put the track together, and then she changed her mind. And I was listening to the music, and I was like, you know what? I know I'm finished my album, but you know what? This thing sounds so good. I'm going to play the flute to this thing. And so I played the flute to it, and it sounds so gorgeous. And I said, wow. you know who would be really good singing this thing? The background's with me, Tony Terry. Wow. So we're going to finish it up today. So that's what we're doing. Well, we can't uh, wait today. to hear it. And me who too. on this earth could have <laughs> forgot? I mean, Tony Terry's hit song Ooh. with you. Oh, my gosh. And I was oh, yeah, literally yeah. just uh, watching the video just a few days ago. Uh, mm-hmm. She's an amazing, amazing performer. And, and oh, I remember yes. that oh, white yes. suit. <laughs> I remember the video. Like yeah, white, you know, had a, yeah, it was mm-hmm. really, and the hair, the hair, of course. We mm-hmm. always think about that on this show. Now, Talk about your your um, moving into the smooth jazz world. What is that uh, with your well, upcoming project? Well, it's only project? a stop-off. It's really just uh, a stop-off. As, as a lot of you guys know, that know me as well, um, you know, I've been, this is like my third flute album. And um, because of COVID, you know, we haven't been working, you know, and so I'm sitting up in, in my studio and I said, well, if I'm not doing anything, let me just put together my little surface, I mean, my little flute project. So that's how that came about. And so I've been putting that together. And actually, it's been together for months now. But I get so particular sometimes, you know, working out my mixes and everything. So, but, and I'm glad I did because it gave me an opportunity to come up with this beautiful song, this beautiful new arrangement of one of my old songs. You know, the song was actually written by Bernard Jackson. And I remember when he brought the song to to us, and I was like, whoa, never heard nothing like that before. I'm like, mm. yo. And he was going to give it to somebody else. I was like, no, you ain't. <laughs> That's <laughs> right here. Ah, yeah, yeah. And, I love when the, the singers, you guys get the songs, and, and they, you know, yeah. they really go in to keep, you know, to, to have that song for themselves, you know. When you got a special one, indeed, Carrie. So when you yeah. got that special thing going on, and me and Dave, we both heard it as a special song. Wow. And so it speaks for itself. And uh, when I do it on the flute, hopefully I can give it that same integrity that it had with Bernard's beautiful voice. Wow. So, you know, time will tell. And we'll, and, and when it's done, you know, we'll, we're going to put it out. Oh, and as a matter of fact, on November 22nd will be the first time I'll actually feature it live on Instagram. Wow. And that'll be amazing. November 22nd. Okay. So I'll well, be posting all to... of that as well. 
Exactly. And we're going to keep uh, all of that as well through Hair Radio. So we, you know, for the time uh, going past it, we're going to make sure to run this because we want folks to always be able to have access to your amazing music uh, where they get their music from. Now, I've got to say, I want to go back to the early days for a moment. I really do, because I know that, you know, um, I always mention this uh, during when we get a chance to chat about uh, your connection with uh, the late Gwen Guthrie uh, from uh, Jersey, I believe, as well. So Mm -hmm. can you talk to us a little bit about that whole connection and ain't nothing going on but the red. You know one of my favorite uh, classic songs? Wow. So yeah, how you did, know, what and, uh, was that all about? Oof. Well, you know, she's from East Orange, New Jersey. Yes, and, and I graduated from, from Scott too. So shout oh, out to Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do that. And I'm a Scotty as well. Oh so, no. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. Well, yeah. Now, we went to the same high school. You're same kidding school. me? Yes, wow. So now, there was this little school something? studio right around the corner from Scott. It was right on Dodge Street. I used to uh, live it was called Ears. It was uh, Eastern Artist Recording Studio, but th- those were the acronyms. And yes. the uh, name of the studio was Ears. And so I heard that Gwen Guthrie was recording there. So I said, I'm going to go on up there. So I went on up in there, and I saw Gwen over to the side. I said, oh, hey, Gwen. I was real nice, you know, and polite, you know, because you don't just bust on, on people, you know, like that. But I did. And I sat next to her. And I said, hey, Gwen, how are you? She said, good, what's your name? I said, my name, they call me Pick, but my name is David. She said, hey, so what you doing up here? I said, I heard you was here. I wanted to come up and meet you. She said, oh, sweet. I said, you know, I write songs. She said, you do? I said, yeah. So she said, sing me one of your songs, right? And I sat there, and I started singing, uh, maybe it's all in my heart. Maybe it's all in my head. And she was like, wow, that's nice. And I, I finished it off with her. <clears throat> I don't have no voice this morning, but I finished it off. And she said, wow, that's nice. She said, why don't you give me a copy of that? I'll cut it. I said, you will? She said, yeah. So I ran off and said, yo, Josh, the dude that wrote it with me, Josh Thompson, who was also Joe Tom- Thomas's co-writer. So I said, yo, when God, you like one of our songs. He said, really? I said, yeah, let's put a demo together real quick. So I put the demo together, put it on a little cassette tape. Ran right back up there and said, here's the song. Gave it to her. And this was like the first time I ever, you know, had an opportunity to write a song for for a big artist or whatever. So right. I didn't know what was going on. I had no idea what was happening. I just gave her the tape. And then one day she called me up and she said, hey, pig, guess what I'm doing? I said, no idea. I'm up in New York cutting <laughs> your no song. Idea. <laughs> right? She said, I'm cutting your song. Why don't you come on up here? I'm like, what? I called up Josh. I said, yo, Josh, Gwen's cutting the song. I'm like, let's go. So we ran up to New York to the studio, and we got up in there, and she had two wonderful musicians. One is Jerry, and one is uh, 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 Patrice. And it wasn't Patrice Rushing, but her name is the same. Okay. She actually played keyboards as well. <clears throat> so okay. they were playing the song, and, like, I didn't hear the song like that because she had all the professional stuff going on with it. Right. It was an eye-opener. And then she said, what do you think? I was like, oh, that's so so hot. So we sat up there with her. So that was the first of Gwen Guthrie. And we stayed in contact. And by the time the next album came around, she said, listen, Pick, I want you to write a bunch of songs for me for this new album. I'm like, let's do it. So we went into the studio. And we rocked out maybe about four songs. 
And then one time in the same studio, she said, you know, I got this lyric pick. We should work on this thing. I said, what you got? She said, ain't nothing going on but the rent. I was like, whoa. You got to have a J-O-B if you want to be with me. I'm like, whoa, that's hot. So I, I came up there. I had my little mini mood happening. Sly Dunbar was in the studio. For those who don't know, he produced Maxi Priest and a whole lot of other reggae oh, artists. He was in the oh, studio. And so, wow. yes, wow. so he had a little a little drum beat going. So he had this drum beat going. So I jumped on the move synthesizer and I started rocking this bass line with her. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Come on now. And it still holds up. We was laughing like crazy in the studio, right? Because yeah. it was so hot, you know what I mean. And we just worked it all out on the spot. So wow. we worked out all the music on the spot. Bam, bam, bam. You know, I played all the keyboards on it or, or whatever, you know. And um. And then she started putting in the lyrics, and we came to a part that we didn't have any music for, but it was so easy to do because she went, nothing from, nothing, please, mm, nothing. So I just rocked the bass underneath her, and we both ended up with the same lyric because it was an idea from um, an old song, nothing from nothing, indeed, nothing. So yeah. that little idea was kind of on both of us because we were from that same school. Right, wow. so when we was rocking, it was like, oh snap! You know that's got to be hot. Wasn't that Billy Preston? You know it. Wasn't Billy? The rent was done. Yeah. Billy Preston. That's what it was. Yeah, that was Billy Preston. I thought that mm-hmm. was what that was. Yeah. Wow. So next thing you know, it the song was done. Wow. And I didn't see a lot of people, you young writers out there, you know, I had no idea what I was doing. All I was doing was having fun in the studio with a great artist, Gwen Guthrie. Did not know what was going on with the music business and all that kind of stuff. Uh, even though it was right around the time when I got uh, a deal with Surface, you know, but still, I didn't know a lot about what was going on. This was like early 80s. And so she pretty much took the song, ran with it. When it came time to do the business, all of a sudden things got a little funky. I'm like, (laughs) okay. She says, so... uh, See, I remember you to, telling got, this story, David. Yeah. That's why I'm laughing. I'm like, okay, yeah, go ahead. We got to work it out. And I'm like, work it out. What's there to work out? You know, I, I don't know nothing, you know. All right. I know is we sat up there and wrote the song together, like, bam, 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 right? She was like, no, Pix, you know, you didn't put the words in, so you don't get no writers on. I'm like, really? I'm like, we literally wrote the song together. She was like, no, no. So we up there arguing and arguing. And I just pretty much let it go because, again, you young writers out there, I didn't really know better. I didn't know, one, that we was working on the number one record. I had no idea. Number two, I didn't even know that it was going to go uh, gold over in England, right? Mm -hmm. And number three, I didn't know that I was going to make money off of being a writer on a big hit record. Now, when you have a record like Ain't Nothing Going On But The Rent, and it's, let's just look at the United States. If that thing went number one in the United States, the royalties on the performances alone are over $100,000 to start out with. That's right. That's because right. you got all the radio going. So, you know, best to get your business up front, you know, before you walk out of that studio to know that you, you, you to, so everybody knows this is what it is. 
Because later on, you know, certain folks oh, get amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to money, amnesia is right <laughs> up there to at the top of the chart. <laughs> so well, you know what, David, you know, we have to ask you about that because you, mm-hmm. especially at this point, and you're talking about new writers and folks mm-hmm. um, and getting into the business side. What is the best advice you could tell someone who is looking to start a songwriting career? You know, we've had on some wonderful hit makers like yourself, and um, and everybody always like to, to. I always like to ask uh, what kind of advice for someone who's really, you know, there. You know, because you don't know at first. You you've got to learn the industry, or you got to learn the business, and it is a business. Everything is a it's business. A business. <laughs> it's, it's a business, and it's so important to keep that in mind. Even though music business is almost like. Uh, an oxymoron because music comes from an emotional standpoint, passionate feelings, you know, all of these things. Business is totally opposite. It's cold. It's calculated. It's numbers. So when you put the two together, it's almost like, uh, do they even work together? So you really have to, if you're a songwriter, you really have to keep your business uh, head on at all times. The first thing is you got to do if you're co-writing with people, like I said, make sure everybody knows when you write a song, you get the business taken care of immediately. What is that? Song splits. What did you write? What did I write? Let's all put it on paper. A simple song split sheet that says you wrote 50% and I wrote 50% signed. Done. This way, nobody could say when the record hits, all of a sudden, you don't know you're working on a hit record. All of a sudden, you got a hit record. Ain't nobody getting amnesia. It's all taken care of, see? So get the business right when you're getting into a feeling of this beautiful music. Because the world is going into a lot of different changes, but the music still has to be here for everybody. And every big artist, the only way they make it big is because they have a song. So exactly. you could take any big artist out there. Nicki Minaj ain't going to be Nicki without a song. That's right. You know, all of these folks that are hitting it out here, that I don't know all, all these new folks, uh, tell you the truth, but Nicki stands out, you know, of course. Well, right. She's, she's definitely standing out. <laughs> Drake Cardi stands B and out. All those, and Drake. Yeah, well, Cardi B stands out. That's right. Right. You know, no, no. is it my style of music? Absolutely not. But still, the bottom line, we're still talking business. Absolutely. You know, they're Absolutely. not going to make it without a song for you to knock that head around and move it around. And they put it on that video and the pictures exactly. are going right next to the song. So you're getting a double whammy. And then also the video stuff, when it goes, when it goes up to the millions on, 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 right. uh, on YouTube and any other, any other place, you're making money. You're making money everywhere it's played. Now, what, what if you have a song folks? that's... No, I'm what sorry to mean to interrupt you. I, I was just wondering, no, what okay. about it's those okay. folks who have, like, when they want to register initially with BMI ASCAP, the folks who measure the, you know, the how many times the air plays and all that kind of stuff. And just well, yeah, that's you, you said it right. It's ASCAP first, and it's BMI, and it's also CSAC. CSAC those are yes. the three main performing rights organizations that you have to join if you're going to enter the professional songwriting world. And generally, in my time, you know, pretty much to join, you would have to have a record that's either coming out or that's out, you know, already because they spend money on going after 
song uh, airplay and all that kind of stuff. They have to look it up and follow it and doing all kinds of stuff. So, but nowadays you can you can pay a fee to get in, and then if your record comes out, then they'll collect the money for you. So yeah. that's on the performance they really are. side. Yeah. And there's a lot of performances now. Did you have sound a sound exchange now? You have mm-hmm. ASCAP. You know, you have all these. See, I didn't know that there was a lot of uh, uh, record collection agencies that are out for even into the music of the movies. AFTRA, you know, That's right. uh, well, we've 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 got money hanging around at AFTRA because our, our music goes on TV and mm-hmm. movies and all this other stuff, right? That's right. So that's all business. Exactly. You have to look up all of these things and make sure that you're signed up. Because if an artist, if you if you mess around with a big artist, more than likely they're going to be on TV. More than likely they're going to be in the movies. More than likely they're going to be doing videos. More than likely they're going to be all over the world doing the same thing in all of their collection areas. So your business has to be tight because there'll be a lot of money out there that you'll be missing out on. A lot. And somebody's going to be collecting that money, but it won't be you. Right. <laughs> so you better be, be you. on top of your game. And that way so you the can best thing I can give yours. you right now is is the yeah. business. Keep your business tight. Awesome. Well, that is. Well, keep somebody advice. around you that knows how to keep the business tight. <laughs> yeah, somebody better just be on the business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, if you guys have just joined us, uh, you're listening to the All New Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now, with me is one of the founding members of a super R&B legendary group named Surface. And I have to say, he's been with us before. It's been a, it's been about five years, <laughs> but we're welcoming wow. back the one and only Dave Pick Conley. So uh, again, welcome to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I keep hearing only you. I'm not going to try to sing it. Only you can mm. make me happy. The happy song. So um, that was one of my favorite big hits from you guys. Tell us, oh yes. Oh, there you go. Wow. <laughs> And, and that yeah, that was that was just, a good one. Yeah, that was a good yeah. one. You know, it's funny how that thing happened too, because Ed Townsend, who was a great artist songwriter himself, since we're talking about songwriters, he wrote "Let's Get It On" for Marvin Gaye. Wow. Okay. He also wrote for himself. Um, um, uh, what was that? Uh, gosh, just fell out of my head. For your love. I'm sorry. For your love. So he's had a lot of hits as a songwriter. And when we started out, he was like our mentor. He would always say, you know, you guys, y'all, y'all, you know, y'all do this fast music and, you know, quick, y'all, y'all fast music, fast cars, you know, fast everything, you know, blah, blah, blah. He said, you need to find out how to make some music that's going to outlive y'all. That's so right. he kept saying that, but we didn't know what that meant. We're like, hey, we just do what we do, right? Mm-hmm. So fast forward years later, all of a sudden, we got songs in our catalog that already outlived David Townsend because he's gone now. But guess what? His family are still reaping benefits, royalties, off of the music that he created and that his father created. Wow. You know, so when you think about the royalties of Marvin Gaye, you think about the royalties of Happy, they're going to his estate. So that's kind of what he was saying. The music should outlive you. And if you did that, then all the better that you, you know, I said, for me, I'd be like, all praises to the most high, because, you know, he's the one that channeled all of this stuff to put you in positions like that, as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, if it wasn't for, you know, if it wasn't for my Lord, I mean, I, I don't know how I would have made it, you know what I mean? 
to put me in certain situations, even walking up to Gwen Guthrie. I mean, so you can't walk up on everybody like that. People would be like, who the hell are you? <laughs> you know, and how did you get in here? That's right. That's and uh, right. security. And, and talking about walking uh, up, and, and you are working with these amazing stars. <laughs> and, you you know, I'm just waiting for, you know, uh, Tony Terry to drop on by so he can cut the, you know, the, the, the other part of the song for us. Uh, oh, I'm yes. just blown away. I'm just blown away. Superstars to work with. So this is well, just... you know, it's it's something. You know, the superstars to the people that listen to the music. But when you get to know them, you know, I worked with a lot of folks. Aretha Franklin, God bless her soul. You know, she was like one of the most amazing artists that I ever worked with. You know, and then you got your legends like like Jermaine Jackson and Reby Jackson and Tito Jackson. You know, even being in the company with them and doing songs on them is like, you know, it, you think that it's like. Oh, snap. And even I felt real funny around Reby and Aretha and Jermaine because I grew up with them, right? Right. And all of a sudden now I'm writing and producing them? I'm like, oh, snap. But when you really dig down to it, they'd be like, damn, they're just regular folks, just like you, you know, that had an opportunity, you know, blessing from from the Lord. They had an opportunity to get out there and put their music out there, and people accepted it because they had, A, looks, they had songs. They had vehicles, the record company that believed in them. They had all the elements working for them. And then, Pam, the people loved them. So there it goes. And I love but that. But when you break it all down, they're just regular people. Exactly. And that's the thing because, uh, they, you know, that's what really, you know, allows for their legacies to endure and, and uh, their careers. Because, uh, as you said, at the end of the day, they're just regular people. And yeah. um, and I love, you know, being able to uh, chat with you guys. And and, and most uh, of the, the wonderful celebrated folks that we've had on the show kind of all sing from the same handbook, really, when it comes to the kind of uh, advice. And everybody is so down to earth. Everybody is just, you know wanting to put the the best foot forward, and they always give out great uh, information, great advice, and inspire everybody. So we're just honored. And today is absolutely no exception with David Pick Conley joining us right here on the Hair Radio Morning Show. The group surfaced. Now, you guys went on to do some other. You had a couple of other songs out there as well. And so oh, we're yeah, real happy yeah. about that. Yeah. So tell us now. Yeah, we've so, had. Um, yeah, you had a couple of hits. Well. I've had a lot of hits on other other people as well, if, if that's really? what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, like Barbara Weathers from Atlantic Star. Uh, oh. I wrote a song for her. That was like I a top Atlantic ten. Uh, actually, uh, even Melba Moore, uh, old school Melba Moore, I did a song well, I heard that Melba top was 10. just on our show about uh, yeah. maybe a couple of weeks ago. She has a big hit out now. Yeah, we love Melba. Mm-hmm. She's been on our yeah, show yeah. a couple times. I did yeah. a song with her. Um, Isaac Hayes, you know, the first black man that actually won an Oscar in the movies. Really? You know, Circus, we, we did we yeah, yeah, we did four songs on Isaac. Wow. You know? Um wow. and many more. Uh, I'm probably oh Joe, of course Joe. Wow, you know, um, Joe, yeah. I wrote a song with Joe and, and, and Josh and, and that, that album went triple platinum. My name is Joe. Uh let me I see. remember um, that. Mhm. Oh, so many people. I have to really put on my thick cap because, you know, this just happened years ago. All of this wow. stuff happened years ago. Well, you have the most had recent a stuff. Yes. Yeah, the most recent stuff, I did an album called Resurface, Where Have You Been? Oh. With John Fever, also from New Jersey as well. 
you know. So uh, we we got together and and did some more music together. I did a, a another album called The Holy Sounds of Surface. The album is called Download from Heaven, and it was actually a gospel project that I did with Thurston O'Neill, we we uh, his whose nickname is Preach. And that record right there is a beautiful, beautiful biblical uh, piece, you know, because I pretty much went to the Bible and wrote songs directly from the Bible instead of writing songs, you know, from like whatever I was thinking. No, I went into the Bible and, and wrote these songs. So it's quite inspirational for those who, who like some, some nice, nice uh, biblical music. I, I, that's what I call it. I mean, I, I label it gospel, but it's really a biblical record, really, tell you the truth. Well, they've got to find your music. Now, you guys, uh, of course, you can pick up, and you have a new uh, smooth jazz album that's coming out real soon. And, this um, is coming out. Yeah, that's pretty right? exciting, too. Wow. But, but you know, it's well, not like I'm replacing smooth jazz for surface. No, no, no. You know, like I said, I, I got all of these projects going on, like with the Holy South of Surface, you know, Surface, Resurface, just my solo project. You know, I, I mean, God sent me here to put music in people's ears and in their hearts to make them feel good. Because as you probably know by my music, I don't really do it. You know, not that I have anything against it. Let me lick you up and down and all that kind of stuff. I don't do that stuff. You know, the music that I felt like I've been here for is for inspiration, uplifting, you know, edification. So even through surface, you know, and I'm lucky that I was with two guys that felt the same way. You know, Bernard is like the, 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 the guy that lives next door, you know, just the cat that says, hey, what's up, you know. And so we were able to put together some really beautiful music together. And that's kind of where I came from. That's kind of where I thought, you know, when, when, when God blessed me with this talent, you know, he said, do something with it. And it's not for you. It's for them and him. So that's where I come from musically now. So I've evolved quite a bit with the music side of it, and you know, I hope that people feel that when they when they pick it up and take a listen to it. Well, I have got to say, you are doing some big things out there. You've always been doing some big things in the in the music world, and we're so proud and honored that you're doing so well, and we're happy about that. And again, we're not going to let five years go by before right. we get a chance to talk to you again. <laughs> We're going to stay on top of all of this, especially when the Smooth Jazz album is released officially. We want to be the first. What I'm going to do is I'm going to come back right before, right around November 22nd. We'd love We're that. going to hook it back so I can let let your audience as well hear this We'd new single. We'd love that. Yes, because, you know, you know they yeah. are, we have a lot of folks out there who really uh, need the experience that you have. Again, We've been talking with Dave Pick Conley uh, from the group Surface and so many other amazing musical projects out there that he's done and been part of. And we want to hear about Mr. Tony Terry and how all that worked out. So please come I back uh, a little bit later will. and tell us um, all about that. Okay, Absolutely. well, Dave, any, anything you want to leave us with today? Anybody you want to shout out to? Well, you know, shout out to my man Tony. That's that's for sure. Yes. Uh, Tony yes. Terry and, and uh, Preach and, and uh, Fever. These are the, the, the people that I work with. Shout out to, to my beautiful wife, Pua. You know, I can't oh, leave her out. You know, she's been an inspiration all. for me as well and my kids. Um, but the main thing is, listen, you know, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire said keep your head to the sky. You know what I mean? That means you got to reach up for things. Don't, don't feel like you're, you're so down, you know. The most high gives us blessings that we have to really know. No matter what it is that you have problems with, of course, uh, Carrie mentioned that I'm blind. 
I'm not going to let my blindness take over my life and be like, woe is me. So these things you could take and lift yourself up, whether it be through music, whether it be through art, whether it be through mathematics, uh, finances, no matter what your gift is, because we all have gifts. It doesn't have to be music. But don't let those things that, that, that handicap you handicap you. Lift yourself up, you know, and, and pray and just, just thank God that you know that you have something special and use it and give it back to the people. Well, there is a reason you have a head called happy. So, Dave <laughs> Conley, <laughs> thank you so much for being yes. with us on the Hair Radio Morning Show. We'll check Absolutely. in with thank you. Thank you so much. Show. We love you all. Awesome. All right, folks, keep it right here. We've got a whole lot more.